Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning and welcome to Score Values on 670 The Score. I'm Adam Staczynski. Coming up on this week's show, Marillac St. Vincent Family Services is making a call for teachers for one of its education programs, and a financial expert has some advice on how to best spend or save your tax refund this year. Marillac St. Vincent Family Services needs more teachers for its early childhood education program. Here to talk about that and more about the early childhood program is Angela Mason. She's Chief Human Resources Officer at Marillac. Angela, thanks so much for being with us this morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. Wish the rain would go away and the sun would come out, but I heard we're going to be getting some sun here soon. (laughs) (laughs) I, I agree with that fully. So uh, let's start here, Angela. Can, can you tell me a little bit about what Marillac St. Vincent Family Services Early Childhood Education Program is? So Marillac uh, actually has a multi-generational human services component. So we take care of individuals from birth until the end of their life. And so our ECE program is a program that is... Um, it's a teaching and learning component and it encourages children to be active and creative explorers um, so that they are not afraid to try out their ideas and have their own thoughts. Um, We actually follow their interests so that they are engaged and excited about learning so that once they are ready to go off to kindergarten, they already have this love and zest for learning that we hope has started in the home and that we continue to nurture. Um, so at MSV, they learn how to learn, not just for preschool, but in the preparation for life. And so our ECE program is actually one of our favorite programs because it's birthed to um, five years old. How long has this program been around? So Marillac has been around for more than 100 years, and so the early childhood component has changed a little bit over the years, but in that entire time, 
it has always had a focus on young children. And so it went from, and this is this is across the, the, the nation, it went from just being like babysitters and child care while a parent went to work to really realizing that that time from birth to five is when so much of that entry-level learning can happen. And so now it's early childhood education versus just, you know, babysitting and keeping a child. It's not a daycare center. It really is an educational uh, institution. And the reason that we are specifically speaking today, Angela, is because this program has a, has a teacher shortage. And so could you tell me a little bit about that and, and why you think there might be this shortage? So I think there are a number of reasons, and it isn't just Merrillac. Uh, St. Vincent Family Services that has a teacher shortage. It is a teacher shortage throughout the country. And in Illinois alone, um, they actually just completed a study and of 591 school districts, 77% of the school districts said that they have a teacher shortage of some sort. And so some of the reasons for that, one, each year, Uh, there's a smaller amount of students who are entering the field of education. And that's for multiple reasons. You know, access to uh, many other careers are available. Compensation for really the people who are the ones who, in my opinion, should be paid more than anybody else because there is no one in our world who has not had a teacher. And so for all of us who go on and do other careers, there were teachers who spearheaded that, but we do not compensate teachers um, at the level that would indicate that they are as important as they are. Uh, COVID actually, of course, like all other industries, has kind of impacted people's willingness to come into the space. So when it comes Mm -hmm. to our permanent teachers and our subs, a lot of them no longer are looking to come into the classrooms because of multiple reasons, where whether it's mask mandates or the lack thereof or any of those other things that brings fear to individuals who were impacted by COVID or watched others be impacted in, uh, by COVID around them. And so um, those would be the top three that I would say. One of the other trends that uh, we're finding in early childhood education is that we have people who are assistant teachers or are uh, paraprofessionals, but they don't have the access to uh, the education that will give them the additional certifications or the BA or funding to be able to go back to school and do that while still working. Mm. And so that becomes a barrier as well. So when you put all those things together, we have now found ourselves at a teacher shortage. And... So what does this teacher shortage, or I, I, should, I should ask, how is this affecting the program? Because from what I've been told, you have open spots for children to come into the program, but not enough teachers to be able to fill those spots. Absolutely. So you would think that that would not be the thing that is the problem, and it is our problem. We have a wait list um, of children who who have families who have identified Merillac uh, St. Vincent Family Services is as the place where they want their children to uh, attend. But we have had to close classrooms because we don't have the staff available to be able to cover the classrooms. And there is a, 
specific mandates for how many teachers, assistant teachers, et cetera, have to be in the classroom in order for us to be in what they call ratio. So there should be uh, three teachers, a, a head teacher, uh, two head teachers and a teacher assistant. You know, there are different uh, scenarios mm-hmm. that can make us be compliant. But when we don't have the FTEs available, it forces us to have to close classrooms. And like I said, Marillac is not the only organization that is experiencing this right now, but we have an abundance of children who need to be able to be placed, and we don't have enough staff to cover the classrooms for that. So about how many teachers is Marillac St. Vincent looking to bring in to be able to fill all these open spots? And so that's a two-part answer. Right now, we have, and this is for all of our teachers, so we have school-age teachers and early childhood education teachers who we are looking for. And so between 16 to 20 spots are open at the immediacy. The other piece to that is the classrooms that are closed, until we can fill those vacancies in the open classrooms, we can't reopen those classrooms. And so Mm. we have 16 to 20 that we need in the immediacy. And then once we open the additional classrooms, we will have other vacancies that are available as well. What type of qualifications are you looking for in in these teachers? Maybe not even just specifically the early childhood education program, but any teachers coming into Marillac? So we will take individuals who have associate degrees, bachelor degrees, and we'll even take individuals who have uh, child development associates or um, early childhood education level one certification. And we will work to grow and develop the individual here so that they can grow into the next level of the profession and then uh, bring on those additional certifications. And uh, we have programs and funding where individuals can go back to school and we cover the funding for them. So we're looking for individuals who want to be here, who want to grow and develop. We want to invest in growing and developing teachers who want to be in the field, who understand that they're not just making a positive impact in the student's life, but it really does impact and change the the the, the uh, landscape of the entire family. Because if we are open, that means that the parent can go to work and be comfortable knowing that their child is in a safe space. And so, Individuals who have the heart for the work, we're looking for you to come in. If you have an associate, we will partner with you to ensure that you can go on and get uh, the different levels of certification. We are just really looking for individuals who want to be here, who have the heart. And since you mentioned you, know, you want individuals that want to be there, what is Marillac St. Vincent like to work at? So I've heard individuals describe it as a very family-friendly atmosphere. The people who work here, we have individuals who literally have worked here for 40 years. So if you if you can wrap your mind around working at one place for 40 years, that wow. means that individuals want, right? They want to mm-hmm. be here 40 years. That's almost my entire life that someone has dedicated themselves to um, our seniors, our children, and really, 
they become a part of the institution to the point where it really is a family. When you come into the doors, it feels good to be here. As you start to talk to individuals, and I actually started in October, so I'm only six months in, and I really do feel like I have been embraced by by a culture that lives the mission. They believe with every ounce of their being that the work that we do will help to strengthen, empower, and give voice to those in need. And so when you have that type of atmosphere, coming to work is a thing that you want to do versus a thing that you have to do. You're listening to Score Values on 670 The Score. We're speaking with Angela Mason. She's Chief Human Resources Officer at Marillac St. Vincent Family Services. Angela, it certainly does sound like a wonderful place to work. I, I want to ask you a little bit more about the specifically about the early childhood education program. It, what does it mean for families you work with and students to participate in this program? So a little bit like I mentioned before, you know, if you provide an atmosphere where a mom, a dad, a grandma, or whoever is the caregiver for a child can leave their child and go to do the things that they have to do to ensure that the family, you know, can sustain and can move in the direction that they're trying to move their family in without thinking about, is my child safe? Without thinking about, will the meals be, you know, nourishing? Will there be teaching that is going to be sustainable for when this child goes into the next phase of their life and they transition into um, the school age programs. If you don't have to think about those things, then everything else that you have to think about can be at the forefront of your mind. And when you come back to pick that child up, to have the child come and embrace you and tell you all about their day and be excited about all of the wonderful things that are happening in Marillac St. Vincent. I think that it is invaluable. It's invaluable to the families. It's invaluable to, and I would say this because I think working here, we probably get um, just as much as the families get because it really is a unit and a partnership that really ultimately leads to the um, extension of family, the feel of family. But it's nothing like having a place where you can take your child and not have to worry about what's going to happen because you already know there are certain things that are going to happen that will benefit your child. And then we also have – you know, education and service comprehensive programs that also encompass, you know, the parents and caregivers. So it is really something that um, when we say birth Mm -hmm. to seniors, we really do make sure that we have all of those pieces that have a focus that will ensure that the the whole family is healthy, that the entire family uh, has access to nourishment, that individuals who use our food pantry, they are able to then go home and share with their families. Those who are in need of clothing, we provide that. Our our outreach programs cover uh, seniors who are shut in and can't come out, so we go and deliver to them. So it is not even just the ECE program. It's not just our school-age program, but we ensure that the total family is cared for so that there are no deficits, and then the kids can actually grow and learn and thrive in a space where everyone in the household is has their needs being met. I'm curious, 
when a, a child reaches the age where they're now going to kindergarten and not necessarily participating in the early childhood program itself anymore, you mentioned that you you know several times here that you care for these children uh, for you know all ages. I, I guess I'm trying to say. So when when these children move to I guess a different age bracket, do do you typically continue working with them? Do you see them st- st- stick around? I guess for lack of a better phrase, there around Marillac St. Vincent and continue working with you. We do. So school age children and teens work with the staff to develop positive relationships. Um, that will allow them to discover who they are and learn how to be leaders in their communities. Um, we, we have a wide array of services, um, the youth development tools to carry throughout their lives to help them find their passion, become global citizens of tomorrow. They do um, amazing things that uh, some of them go on and make careers with. So we have uh, a music program where we've had guitars and pianos and all of these wonderful things donated and the kids actually have sessions with people who are in the field of music. We have computer labs. We have, um, of course, the thing that kids love, gym play, outside play, basketball, after school. We have all of these things that keep them connected to Marillac so that when they transition into the school age programs outside of Marillac, we're here before school and after school so that we can continue to keep the connection with them and they and they stay. It sounds like such a great program. And again, the reason we're mainly speaking today is is you're experiencing a teacher shortage. So I, I want to ask how can interested teachers reach out to you and, and become part of part of this? So our favorite way is if people visit our website and that is Marillac St. Vincent Family Services. No, MarillacStVincent.org. That's M-A-R-I-L-L-A-C-S-T-V-I-N-C-E-N-T.org. And when you go on our website, there's a a radio button that says uh, work with us. If they click on that button, it will take you to all of the open positions we have. Uh, We have our ECE positions there posted. We have our school age positions posted, but we also have community outreach services positions that uh, fall into many different categories. And then, of course, our administrative positions are posted there as well. But like you said, right now we have a teacher shortage, and that's where the critical need falls right now. Angela, the the last thing I... I wanted to ask you, and we can, you kind of touched on this earlier as part of the reason why there's a, a teacher shortage. And of course, COVID has just become so prevalent in everyone's lives. So I'm, I'm wondering how the pandemic affected the early childhood education program and how things, I mean, obviously you're now experiencing a teacher shortage as part of it, but how, how it affected it, how you had to adjust the program and now how you're coming as we start to come out of the pandemic a little bit, how, how the program is looking now? So the, the org closed down in the first part of the pandemic, but it was one of the first organizations to open back up so that we could provide the care needed for parents who still had to go back to work during the pandemic. And so um, I want to say it was in June that the doors opened back up. Mm-hmm. And so what what the organization decided is that we would become a fully vaccinated organization. And so uh, it was a requirement that everyone who worked here 
who could, of course, if you if you had um, uh, medical reasons or uh, other uh, reasons that you couldn't be vaccinated. Everyone else got vaccinated, and those individuals who didn't got tested weekly and showed their tests to make sure that we would protect the, the, the children because at that time, none of the kids were approved to get vaccinated. We have continued to stay masked because we have a population of children who still do not have access to a vaccination. And so um, it impacted things in a lot of different ways um, from how we served food because we feed our kids, right, from how we uh, allow or, or disallow access to the classrooms to uh, making a, a mandated uh, vaccinated organization and the masks continue to this day. Individuals who um, come into Marillac St. Vincent and they see that we're still masked, sometimes we get the question, you know, mm-hmm. the mask mandate has gone away. And and our first response is we have a population of children who can't be vaccinated and we are going to protect them at any cost. And so although it is something that the city has removed, we still mask up at Marillac St. Vincent because our smallest children are the most vulnerable and they have not had the opportunity to be vaccinated yet. So when we think about how it impacted us, Yes, it closed the doors, and there were a lot of people who still were fearful. I will be honest with you. There were a Mm -hmm. lot of people who were still fearful, but the doors opened back up, and we began to service um, the children. Now, the food pantry stayed closed for a little while longer because, you know, the exchange was a little different. Mm -hmm. And our service to the seniors, we for those seniors I mentioned before who were shut in, we could no longer, you know, go into their space because we didn't want to jeopardize their health. Um, We do see that the trend is moving back to the other direction. And so the seniors are so very happy to be able to um, have that interaction because for some of them, it's their only interaction that happens, you know, in their day. And many of them are going to come out for the first time to see each other here at Marillac. I believe it's next week to interact with each other again. So although COVID has had its negative impacts, it has, you know, wreaked havoc on so many industries and so many lives. We are really seeing that we are finding ways to still provide the services in a healthy and safe way. Um, but we're we're trying to get back to whatever the new normal is so that we can make sure that we are here for every individual from the multi-generational um, uh, stretch to make sure that our services are available. Uh, that's great. Angela, that's all I have for you. Is there anything that you wanted to add that I didn't touch on? No, I thank you so much again for, you know, just giving us an opportunity to uh, have our voice uh, out there and let people know that Marillac St. Vincent Family Services is here. We are looking for those who want to be aligned to the mission to strengthen, empower, and give voice to those in need. And we need teachers. We need teachers. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you. Of course. Of course. Angela, thank you so much. All right. Have a great one. That was Angela Mason, Chief Human Resources Officer at Marillac St. Vincent Family Services. Up next, a conversation with Brian Walsh, Manager of Financial Planning at SoFi. He has some advice on how best to spend or even save your tax refund this year. And Brian, thanks so much for being with us this morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me today. Of course, of course. Brian, tax season just finished up. 
Last week was tax day, and that means that Americans either have been or are now getting their tax refund. And where I want to start before we dive into the crux of this conversation is it looks like Americans are getting a little bit more money back on their refunds this year. Yeah, so far what we're seeing from the early data is that people are getting on average about 10% more in the refund this year as compared to last year. Uh, so on, on average, that's looking like a few hundred bucks uh, per tax filer uh, that we're seeing. And as we talk with people and they're getting more money back, uh, they are asking a lot more questions about how to put that money to use with all the other things that are going on with the economy right now. I know that I've certainly been tempted in the past to just go ahead and spend my tax refund on something, you know, I guess frivolous, something that I don't necessarily need and splurge a little bit. And But you're saying that that might not be the best route to go. I mean, I guess considering the the past couple of years and how tough things have been for a lot of people financially with the pandemic. Exactly. I, I think it's it's hard for a lot of people to do that, whether you get a tax refund, a bonus, a raise. One of the first you know inclinations you have is, OK, there's a lot of things I've been waiting to buy. And could I use this to buy those things? But really, right now, most people should be putting that money to good use towards their their personal finances and not spending it. I would say probably 80 to 90 percent of the people that we talk to would be much better off if they save that money towards their savings account to build their cash cushion or pay down credit card debt or even used it to invest for the future. So when you say invest, now there's a lot of different ways you can do that. What would you say were the best ways to, to if you're not just putting the money in, your, in a savings account, if you want to invest it and have it you know, go to work for you, as they say, what, what are some of the best ways to invest your money? Yeah, so it really depends on on what your goal is for the money. Uh, The most common goal that we see people investing for would be retirement because it's something that's going to take a lot of money saved up to accomplish someday. So many times as we're talking through retirement, we would talk through, okay, maybe a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA uh, or maybe increasing your contributions to your 401k plan. And those would be the most common accounts that people are using from an investing perspective. What about something like the the stock market? And I'm not asking you for specific stock tips, but if someone says, like, I think I want to invest in, in different stocks, is that a, a, a good way to go? Yeah, it, it could be a, a good way to go, depending on, number one, are you comfortable with the ups and downs of the stock market? And then number two, how long do you plan on leaving the money invested before you use it? And those two questions are really important to ask yourself because if you plan on using the money over, let's say, the next three, maybe even five years, that money should not be invested in the stock market because it's not long enough to let it have time to grow without risking selling when the stock market is down. Uh, So as long as you have a relatively longer period of time before you're going to use it, and you're comfortable with the risk that you take on when you invest money in the stock market, uh, then it could be a good way to invest money to grow for the long term. Brian, as we mentioned earlier, Americans are tending to get a little bit more money back this year compared to the past year or two. I'm curious if you have any reason why that is. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting because whenever we talk to people about taxes, 
it's always going to be different based on what they have going on in their lives. But one aspect of it that we've seen uh, would be the uh, child tax credit that, that was put into place, uh, especially for families. Uh, another thing that we've seen is there's been a lot of people that have experienced major life events over the course of the pandemic beyond just simply dealing with the pandemic. So maybe job changes or maybe moving, especially to different states. Uh, and all those types of things can, can impact your taxes and, you know, may lead to either more or less money getting back at the end of the year. It's something that one of the first things that came to mind, Brian, as, I, as I'm as I was thinking about this interview was I, I thought back to when I was in college and one of my good friends took his tax refund and spent it on a motorcycle. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And I, I, shockingly, a couple of years later, he didn't have it anymore. So I'm curious about like people in that situation where you're a college student and all of a sudden you get a, a refund that is a little more money than you're used to having. And like someone specifically young like that, what you would recommend that they do with the money? Yeah. Now, now, don't get me wrong. It, it sounds fun to buy a motorcycle, having yeah. lived in the Midwest for most of my life and, and enjoying riding a motorcycle myself. Uh, but I, I think especially for college students and, and young professionals, it's really thinking about how can I use this tax refund to either avoid taking out additional student loans uh, or even putting them towards the, the student loans that I already took out. Because when we work with younger people, we're seeing that student loans are having a bigger impact on their finances because as you pay them off, especially if you live in, you know, say higher cost of living areas like, like the Chicagoland area, um, when you combine student loan payments with all the other things that you need to buy, it can really kind of cramp your lifestyle. So I, I'd say that would be the first place I would look at if I was a college student is, hey, can I just use this money to help make sure maybe I take out a few thousand dollars less next semester because that means I, there's going to be less money I have to pay back when I start repaying those student loans. And that's something that is still impacting. I know myself and a lot of my friends is student loans. It's something we haven't had to worry about as much though during the pandemic as with the, the orders put out to, to basically cease having to make payments on them. But that's starting to come back now. And so that's I, I ju- this just occurred to me, like maybe that's a good way to for people in, in my situation or if you're still paying your student loans, like, hey, put that money towards your loan, because that's something that isn't going away. It looks like as as some of us might have hoped. Yeah, and we've seen with student loans, it's, it's been a very interesting time uh, because federal student loans, to your point, since March of 2020, payments on almost all federal student loans have been suspended and the interest has been uh, suspended. And that goes through August 31st of this year. So here in, in not too, too long, those payments uh, should kick back in. But private student loans also make up uh, a lot of the student loans out there. And I know I had private student loans uh, throughout my education and those payments haven't gone away. So there's a lot of people that have still paid on student loans throughout the last couple of years because private student loans still required those payments. And that was Brian Walsh, manager of financial planning at SoFi. That's it for this week's edition of Score Values on 670 The Score. If there's a topic you'd like to hear about on a future edition of the show, or if you'd like to share information about an upcoming charitable event, send us an email at scorevalues670 at gmail.com. That's scorevalues670 at gmail.com. 
I'm Adam Staczynski, and thanks for listening to this week's edition of Score Values on 670 The Score. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 